Hey guys, Primal Chaos here. Welcome to the podcast. This is the second in a series of on-location interviews I did at Good Things Festival here in Sydney on December 2nd. I spoke to a bunch of great bands and I was really excited to be there. Uh, this one was a real treat. Lawrence Taylor from While She Sleeps. He was really insightful, a lot of fun to talk to. He's a guy with a lot of character. He's a little kooky and that's exactly what you want in a rock star, but boy, he had some really solid answers for me and I really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, it was It was a great sort of less of an interview, more of a podcast experience. It was just a, a really cool conversation and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So check it out. Here we go. Lawrence Taylor from While She Sleeps. Let's get started. It, it seems like uh, UK metalcore bands are, are currently like the tastemakers in the genre. That's that's my opinion. I just I feel like that's the case, and I think it's a lot to do with. Um, it seems to be you know guys like you, guys like Bring Me the Horizon, things like that, are sort of being the forebearers of kind of like that, throwing in like really intense EDM and synth elements and a lot of sampling and stuff. Yeah. Do you think um, that has anything to do with like sort of you know classic '90s? UK uh, dance, EDM, trance and all that sort of stuff, happy hardcore. Do you think there's kind of a DNA there that's sort of bleeding through into that genre now? Yes. Yeah. 100% for us. Like Mm. the uh, Sean, our guitarist, who's been messing with all like the vintage uh, Mm. synth sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's definitely his influence, you know, from being younger. He used to say that his family used to listen to a lot of that and Mm. and the same really, you know. Um, So yeah, I would would definitely say that's where it comes from for us and... uh, and it's fun to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, it, it brings such creative diversity, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, for, for the longest time, metalcore and deathcore and hardcore, they kind of stayed in their lane and just, you know, it was like, you, you go brutal, then you do a breakdown. You go brutal, you go breakdown. Um, but there's so much color now. And I think that, I, I don't know, do you think that it's like bands like you guys are sort of like sort of bringing in a new evolution to the genre? Or do you think the genre is just widening in scope because it's kind of, reaching that point where it needs a little bit more input. Yeah, a bit of both. Like, for me, like, and, and the rest of the guys in Marshall Sleeps, we came together, like, initially they were already, like, a, a small band anyway. When I joined in 2009 mm. and met the guys, like, we just parted and, and we were both in separate bands, but we just came together through the love of, like, that early metalcore sound, mm. you know, like, Unearth and Kill Switch mm. and Azalea Dying and Darkest Hour and bands like that. We just fucking adored the riff style and everything. Mm. And then, for me personally, like, after the genre broadened so much, it turned into a little bit of a dirty word almost. Ooh. There was so much of it, and, and people just almost felt like they knew the formula, and it had already been done so well by so many of those bands. Yeah. So for, I think, and when, when you're a young band as well, you don't want to, um, you want to appease your fan base, you know? You're worried, you know, you're trying to make this a career, so you don't want to, you don't want to veer off into something completely different second record and then everyone's yeah. like well what the fuck are you doing so yeah, many bands have made that mistake in the past yeah. yeah so I think for us it's always about keeping the elements that make it while she sleeps but also trying to have fun in the studio you know mm. we never want to be a sort of band that pigeonholes ourselves and stays solidly in one record we always mm. want to try and evolve try new things and I think that with things like the Patreon that we have uh, the Sleep Society and um, and the fact that we've been going this many years now it just kind of allows us to have a bit more freedom knowing our fan base is going to st- stay true and loyal and, and will still you know come out and support us and all those things so I think as we're progressing 
yeah, it's just allowing us to, to evolve and, and have more fun, really, and not be like, oh, our fan base going to love this, you know? Do, do you think that also um, adding a lot more of those sort of melodic elements and stuff makes it more accessible and therefore draws a different audience as well? Yeah, like, for sure. So, so for some sure. of the audience is evolving and you're just also widening the, the net a little bit Yeah, as well. and as well as that, you know, like, like I said, we all came together through the mutual love for, like, 2000s metalcore back mm. in the day, but... As we've grown older, like our music taste isn't just the same bands that we all listen to. Yeah. Like we've all gone off in our different ways and, and listened to different things. And and I think what you're hearing at the moment is just a collaboration of everyone's different thing, mm. which at times can be difficult because yeah. you've got five punk rock dudes with a DIY ethic that are really working hard mm. that all want to get a taste of what they like in the record. So yeah. you have to, you know, you have to compromise and, and, and work your way through that. But at the same time. That's why you're seeing loads of different sounds and, and yeah, a, a collaboration More between what we all palette, like. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, I'm really taken with Silent Speaks. Um, uh, there's some really creative melodic moments in there, uh, like the layered harmony parts and stuff yeah. like that. They just they jump right out, right? That's yeah, crazy. yeah. Um, and uh, the beautiful middle eight, like you really dial it back to just something sonically just really yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, Modern metalcore by nature seems to love playing around, experimenting with interludes and textures that leap out and grab you. Um, it gives the song scope and depth and stuff like that, room to breathe. Uh, where do you start a song like that? Do you, do you guys demo stuff or do you, do you produce as you go in the box? Like, do you start with, like, say, just throw down a couple of loops or whatever and riff over them? Or Yeah, uh, we do both things. You know, Sean, Sean's borderline obsessive with it he absolutely adores writing music so he's he's always sort of backed up with ideas and riff stuff and, and songwriting and, and he's great at it man so he's always got stuff happening mm. I think we for us like we're talking about you know collaboration between our, our band members and stuff like that we all have a band called Thrice mm -hmm. and I think that what Thrice have taught us over the years that like if you can if a song can translate on acoustic as well as it can be amplified, then mm. it kind of helps and you, you feel like a it's song. a good song. Yeah, yeah. If it, so it I think, doesn't matter how you produce it, it's a yeah, good song. Right? Yeah, so for yeah. us, those bits that chill, I think, for me anyway, when bands are like heavy, 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 death metal heavy, and it's a consistent heavy, it almost loses how heavy it is. Yeah, for us, no, we, like no to, dynamics, right? we like to drop the energy so that when it comes back, it feels like it's raging again. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just something we've tried to do and, and liked, liked the way that is. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's why you're seeing bands like play around with stuff and, and try but, but there's, and... there's a difference between doing it with taste and nuance and, and just sort of throwing in a synth part. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just going to put a pad here and, some, and a drum groove. But <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can really like creatively, like as you guys did here, it, it sort of... It cohesively all works really well, you know, and that's that's what I sort of was getting at initially when I was talking about how, you know, you you guys and, and, and bands sort of similar in similar vein, you guys are kind of like the, the current tastemakers because I'm hearing a lot of younger bands sort of coming to metalcore and they're adding those elements in from the beginning rather yeah, than yeah. evolving into it, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, yeah, like I said, it takes time and effort and practice and, and a diverse influence palette to really make that stuff work, you know? Yeah. You guys are bringing some sonic diversity with your new material. Uh, Self-Hell is a great example. Can we talk about your early direction in influence and genre stuff versus, like, your influences today? Like, you might have talked a little bit about that already, but, yeah. Yeah, like we said, I think that a lot of the more nostalgic sounds that we're bringing in at the moment come from, like, us being younger and listening to, you know, like, kind of almost before we got into metalcore and stuff like... Uh, sorry, yeah. new metal and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and it just... When you get... When you... You know, you have something in the studio that feels nostalgic to you, regardless. You want it. You want that nostalgic feeling to translate. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely but, some new metal in there. You yeah, know? but it's um, just a nod, right? 
Yeah, it's mm. just a little bit. Um, so yeah, like like you say, there definitely is that in there. But um, yeah, what was the question? I think I think just like as far as like in you know currently, I think we already covered it. You're kind of drawing from everybody's diverse influences as opposed yeah. to yeah because because like i mentioned this earlier to, in another interview i feel honestly like sometimes genre is is it stifles creativity right i say this on my channel fairly often but it can do yeah yeah like sure. if everybody in the genre is trying to sound like everybody else in the genre yeah it stagnates right and, and that's why i fell out of love a little bit over the years with metalcore because mm. i feel like it's so easy to put your band through the metalcore machine now mm. and come out the other side and Everyone's got this fry scream that's like so on point with the technique, and, yeah. and I think for, for us, like we want to meander around the genre mm. and, and bring in other things. But I think one thing that we're lucky to have is that the way that Sean plays guitar doesn't really sound like anyone else. Mm. I've not got my technique down, so I always sound it's more fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just got we, we are you know we are a metalcore band, but we have a lot more punk rock in there than yeah. than what you might hear on a record. When you come and see it live, it feels more punk, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, all our guys are like punks at heart, so yeah, we like, have that running through. I was, I was doing a bit of study and I was looking into Sepultura, and I, one of the questions I had for Derek, I didn't get to actually ask him today, but was that like originally he had that rawness, and it, back in the old days, everyone just yelled, right? You yelled until it yeah. distorted, and yeah, then yeah. and now I listen to some of their more modern stuff, and I can see that there's technique there now, right? He's got and that fry scream down. Yeah, and, and technique's great, man. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it you keeps you singing, it. right? I've had three throats, four throat surgeries yeah, now, yeah. Um, and every time I have one, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be it for me. Mm. Luckily, it's not, <laughs> and, uh, and I keep working on my technique and yeah. this and that, but I think that there's so much like just rawness ingrained into my... Sh shouting if you yeah. like that i find it really hard to relax to the point of of getting making those it's it's the opposite work right yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's like pulling it back and relaxing into it rather yeah, than forcing rather it out, than right? going ham but yeah. I, I find and, that really difficult to strip back and, and relax i'm just fucking running around all over the place and, and especially now that like all of those older performances are ingrained in your dna you know trying to change that now is yeah. yeah rough right yeah um okay so uh sleep society is a banger uh, it's, Thank you. Uh, it's amazing how the track almost sounds electronic, right? So uh, <laughs> the guitars have a real synth lead sort of vibe to them. Yeah. Um, I know there's a whammy pedal involved, but are you guys pedaling out, guys, or amp sims modeling? Like, how do you guys do it? Everything? No idea. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I have no idea how it's done. Yeah. Um, that would be Sean. Yeah, okay. Um, are you guys around tomorrow at the festival? No, or? no, I won't no? Be here. Yeah, All right, well, right. we'll have to hook it up. You can talk to Sean about gear. Yeah, yeah. I know nothing about much. So um, <laughs> I know he's using, the, he's using, bah, the, he's using the whammy pedals. I know he's doing this thing on stage where he has to stand on two of them. Oh, okay, right. So, so he's using pedals. He literally pedals bounces yeah, yeah. on it and he's like, hey, it looks like he's an indie rocker. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he. He's a wizard. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't no, know what he's doing. It sounds to me like he's a tone purist. He's, he's like finding sounds in, in, in amongst the hardware as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, that's it, sort of that's it. ...dialing it up on a PC, you know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, going all the way back to stuff like Crows, right? 13 years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, do, do you remember? Right? <laughs> like, hang on, I'm correct, right? That was after you joined, right? 2009 was about... Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the first yeah. thing I just want to make sure Wikipedia yeah. wasn't lying to me. No, um, so, so th there was a strong melodic component even back then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of direction or influences formed your early material? Again, we're talking about stuff we've already covered, but yeah, cool. um, what, what about lyrics? How do they factor into the creative process? Like, do you are you the kind of person who writes poetry? Do you just riff over like the tracks you're given? Okay, um, so I'll just go back a little bit and answer mm -hmm. that because you you said something then that was quite might be interesting to people watching. So, yeah. like early two thousands, metalcore was massive, and then it moved like it is doing at the moment into like death metal mm. like getting really popular again yeah and it was at that time i joined while she sleeps and there was so much 
metal going on that I was kind of like, there's a bit of a gap here for, for being a bit more heartfelt and actually, mm. you know, like, I don't want to sing about ripping someone's head off and shitting down my neck. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to, there was a thing inside me that wanted to like honor my forefathers a bit more and mm. sing about something that's a bit more from the heart that's mm. ingrained in our history. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why that came about. Like we kind of, kind of went, oh, we're going to do this kind of thing. And, yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, our first album, This Is A Six, the, the the title of that record is to acknowledge and, and thank our fan base. You know, there's five of us in the band, but the sixth member is everyone out there that's like given us a chance to make this a career, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. we've always had that uh, instilled in, in our message. And, and so that's kind of why we chose sort of metalcore, I guess, and, and not to go like crazy heavy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you were saying... Yeah, and then and like, so the lyrical process, like do you, do you tend to riff yeah. over stuff or...? Um, I'm useless. Like I don't even play guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's it's criminal in what I do. You know, no, I'm, no, I'm some actually, of the best things in the world aren't musicians. I'm actually trying. I mean, Jamaica, I just like boom, da back the boom, and then he's fucking. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. So I've I've never learned to play guitar. I could literally play a few chords now, and that does help me get in a little something to take to the band. Mm. So I basically just write poetry, man. Mm. Just have like a book and a pencil, or like even if I'm on tour, like just trying to jam it into my phone, mm. and then I just take like get that backed up over the course of like bef- like before going into the studio and then just bring it out and just like pull things that I like that might yeah. go with other things almost like pizza together a bit mm. like a, a jigsaw if you like and I'm yeah, like that sort of that, massage parts into that the that bit of a message or that line goes nice with yeah. that line and, and yeah so that's kind of how we work the other guys all do it a bit differently you know Sean will write hook lines to his guitars and stuff like that but I'm just a bit useless and never <laughs> never quite learnt to play anything yet I got I even got like the mix index and stuff and started being like this could be my bit in the band you know like I'm just gonna start and I, I got to the point where I could flick the fader and I was doing that and I was just like ah fuck it no one wants you, to hear me do that you can play any of the portable decks like the guitar right you take it out in front you just <laughs> round your neck yeah yeah <laughs> fuck uh, it. hey look anything's possible with you guys because you're pretty you, you're diverse enough as it is but you could take <laughs> things to another level if you wanted to we'll see what happens yeah well anyway that's about all the questions I got thank you so much for your time you've been very generous thank you bro thank appreciate you appreciate your time. the chat peace out Shout out to anyone listening. Big up. (laughs) Thanks, man. Yeah, see, what did I tell you? He's a really cool guy, really charismatic. Uh, He was a lot of fun to talk to. And you know what? Sometimes, you you know, with my style of interviewing, I like to go in on the details and stuff. And occasionally you just, you know, connect with somebody who's not that guy. You know, I mean, he had some really great insightful answers. Uh, Not all the technical stuff. But it didn't matter because it was a great conversation. I felt like it lends lends itself really well to being a podcast in this sort of format. But you know what? There'll be more coming. Stay tuned. I've got uh, four more bands that I interviewed on the day, four more bands or artists, and they'll be going up relatively shortly. So if you enjoyed this, make sure you check it out. Don't forget to look at the videos on the YouTube channel as well. Thanks again, guys. Stay primal. I'll catch you on the next one.